Well, he went and done it. He went and done it. I haven't heard from... Adam Burns told me last weekend he's going camping with Bronco Henry. I haven't heard no time... No, wait. Hide nor tail from him. Who knows what they're doing up in them Hadar Hills? You know? Getting all sorts of trouble. Anyway, we got ourselves a, a latte boy with us sitting in for Mr. Adam Burns. Show Patants right here on Throwing Down! Coming to us from America's penis. <laughs> I almost, I'm glad you laughed because I almost said your real name. Oh, good, good. I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. that I laughed too. The underside of the shaft. That's where. That's where I live. Yeah, in, the other in, side uh, of the shaft. Underside. Well, it is pretty swampy over there, right? Oh, it's always swampy over here. How often do you see a gator or a croc? Wait, what do you guys get? They're great gators. How often do you no, see get, a gator? We have gators here. Crocodiles. How often do you see a gator? Uh, not super often. You hear about them every once in a while. Um, but the part of the town that I live in, there's not a lot of um, there's not a lot of gators. Though I worry about there's a lake that I walk around that um, definitely has it goes through like the sewer systems and the and the, the storm systems and everything. And I think. One of these days, I'm going to find an alligator sunning himself, and I I, I go on walks. Do they chase people? I, no, they tend to they'll go after dogs. So mm-hmm. if you have dogs that like wander off and go into like close to the water, they can grab a dog. But it's rare that you hear about them going after a person. So, <laughs> do you know who Bronco Henry is? Bronco Henry is that has something to do with the way of the dog, right? Power of the dog. Yeah. Power of the dog. Yeah, he joined the show, and he's always, like, giving me advice on the show and whatnot, and Adam doesn't like him very much, but, um... Well, I am about two months behind on Throwing Down, yeah. and you are, you keep talking with Adam about Bronco Henry, so Bronco Henry will eventually make an appearance, is that what I'm hearing? Gotta keep listening to find out. Alright. All right. Bronco Henry... By the way... Yeah. Go ahead. Before we, before we go any further with this... I would like to say, how many episodes of Throwing Down have you guys done? I don't know, like 50-something? 50 50-something, 50 okay. So I think I think I just got to episode 50. Oh, okay. So you're about six weeks behind. So about six weeks behind. I laugh every time you start the show and say the way you say Throwing Down. It always puts me in a good mood. I always laugh every time you do it. I know it's coming. <laughs> but it's still, it's still, I just think it's the funniest thing ever. Why are so you complimenting you. me? What do you need? I need nothing. I'm not used to. Did you get my invoice, by the way, (laughs) for Drag Race Recap? Oh, yeah. I just, I've been so fucking busy with this Spotify that I just haven't done any. I literally have gotten my life not done. You know, I'm just so busy. And it's so funny is, as I've told my production team, I have a production team, right? Usually, usually I'm used to to, uh, Luke smoking a bowl. And writing things backwards on the outlines, right? And mm-hmm. now I have a whole production team. And I've told them, I put out, like, when they were in season, like, five episodes a week. Why is it taking me two months to do one episode? 
But it is. And, 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 and the whole day. Is? The whole day. Um, you know what it is? Because the actual quote-unquote real process has a ton of steps that you need to do. So, yeah. like, for instance, for the episode I'm doing, like, like let's say that the episode I'm doing has, like, three or four stories. And, you know, I had to do research for those stories. But that's fine. Who cares, right? But just getting that to recording, like, I have to do a casual recording, then I have Uh to put it through a transcription service, then I have to edit that, then, I'm not even done with that part yet, I had to turn in an outline, first of all, then, what? mm -hmm, Then there's a story editor, and she's going to edit the story, then once the story's locked, then we're going to go to a recording studio, and I'm going to record me saying it, I already did an interview with uh, a friend of mine who's a constitutional scholar, then we have people who are checking out licenses for songs. Then after all that's done, then it goes to a sound designer and sound engineer who makes it sound professional and wonderful and beautiful. Come on, This American Life. Well, that's the problem. It's, don't get me started. I don't want to say too much here, but yeah. <laughs> I'm, I real, Now I have a hatred for This American Life. So I'm learning in this, in this side of the podcasting world, this Amer- saying something sounds like This American Life is a very, very dirty word. Okay, but All you know, right. it's well, I didn't mean to trigger you. Did, let me before I say this though, because this is actually a really good transition. But I do want to have a trigger warning. Okay, are you afraid of ghost stories? Do ghost stories scare you? No, no, ghost stories don't necessarily scare me. Um, I'm not a big horror fan. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily like, but I am more a. It's not horror stories. It's things like. I feel like I've talked about this before, but I don't necessarily think about when somebody is murdered in a, uh, like a horror movie or a slasher movie or something like that. I think about what their life was like before, like what brought them to the events of where they are suddenly no longer here and how it affects the people around them. That's where my brain goes with this kind of thing. I don't know why, but that's, so that's where my brain goes. Okay. So ghost stories now. Two things I have to say. It reminds me of what you said. Immediately, the first thing I thought of is, I can't remember if it's Austin Powers 1 or 2, where Will Ferrell plays that character that dies pretty quickly. Yeah. And then they have that scene where his family is waiting for him to get there so they can throw him a surprise party. (laughs) Right? Yeah. So it reminds me of that. But also, I would say, never, ever watch... A uh, an Ari a, an Ari Aster film, Ari Aster, R- the, uh, the R- Ari like Ari like A R I, uh huh Aster like don't watch Hereditary. I was gonna say, is that the guy that did Midsummer? He did Midsummer, yeah. Oh, see, I kind of wanted to see that because I'm really starting to like her as an actress. Oh, but... I mean, well, look, here's what I will say: I love them. I well, let me tell you a story. Jay Ellis first recommended Hereditary to me, mm-hmm. and that movie really tapped into what I have as my deepest, deepest fears. It's an anxiety that I've gotten over, but I definitely had it as a teenager in my twenties. It really tapped into that. Okay, and I was so freaked out that I was angry. I was angry at Jay Ellis, like. Fuck him for recommending this movie to me. And then I, I thought about it for a while. And I was like, wait a minute. No. Oh, my God. That's real horror. Yeah. That's real horror what I watched, right? And then 
Midsommar, you might be able to take that more, but it's it, Ari Aster's really good at true psychological horror. Well, Hereditary is all about the grieving process, right? Yes. Okay. And I know, and I know from Dragula, one of the scenes because they did it as one of the murders at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. That's well. That's the that's that's the that's the big scene. Okay. Well, I yeah, know that's what the, that's next. well. That's yeah. That's the thing with with her with Ari Aster films is there's not a lot. It's just how he uses it. You know. Okay. So if you know that scene, then you've seen the the end is kind of conventional horror, but like the you know an hour and forty five minutes of it is. Uh, just tension. Have you ever seen The Exorcist? Not all. The, I've seen it, but not like from the beginning to end. Like I've yeah. seen big chunks of it all at various times, but I've never actually sat and watched the whole. That thing. makes sense. But that is, yeah, that's a really good example. If if you actually sit down and watch The Exorcist, let's say it's two hours. I don't know how long it is exactly. Uh-huh. I'm gonna say a good ninety minutes of it. Nothing happens. It's nothing, right. but that's what makes it so scary is you are, they're building and building and building. And I wouldn't say now the exorcist is very scary. I don't think it's scary now, but no, but as at a, the time, as a, yeah, at the time it was very scary. Well, that's like Jaws. Yeah. Part of the reason Jaws is so scary is one, it could actually happen Two, you never see the shark. Have you ever done a joke am- with Babalu? Like, I'll show you my shark. Or anything no. like that? Oh. I show him my dolphin hole. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Whoa. And then and then when he sticks it in, I go, eh. <laughs> So I listened to your award-winning podcast, Pod is my co-pilot this morning. I was catching up from Tuesday. Okay. And um I have to be honest with you, you and you know this about me. I go in like binge and you know, uh starvation modes with your show i don't know what the right, right word is okay and so i don't listen for a long time and then i'll listen to eight episodes you know and uh-huh. i work backwards generally i don't know why oh so okay i listened but i haven't listened in about a month or so so my question is you're doing this 80s movies thing but you're at number two what what what, what how long has it been going on five just five oh, okay. we just do doing a top five because i was like how many did i miss no, no, and and we I we kind of talked about it in the last episode. I have multiple other movies that it pisses me off. Oh, that I heard I completely it. Completely forgot to add. Yeah, so but I, even my number ones... one movie is pretty is pretty locked in there. Mm-hmm. But it is uh, there are so many other movies that could have been two, three, and four. But like, I want to now. Yeah, go ahead. I'm mad that I pick, I'm mad that I picked the Breakfast Club. Oh, I, yeah, I heard you guys reference that. Now I'm gonna I want to take umbrage with something you guys said. You and uh, Taffy Carlisle Huffington, one of your co-hosts, uh-huh. were making fun of your other co-host, um, Rodan, for his love of the movie The Goonies. And The Goonies is an amazing film. Now, I'm the same age as Rodan. I'm right. the same age as him. So it has that sort of uh, – I have that sort of visceral connection that you that you might have something else, right? Like you might have Rosanna do. So, but you've even said you've never seen it. I don't remember making fun of him for the Goonies. I just, that is not a movie that ever really appealed to me to go see. No, I wasn't making fun of him for that. I did make fun of him this week in a private text because he brought up the Monster Squad on the episode. That is a horrible movie. That's an awful movie. Yeah. But on the flip side, 
on the flip side, he was making fun of you earlier for not liking serious television or serious films or something. And I was like, um, may we remind you, Rodan, who does not listen to the show, <laughs> that whatever year that, what was that horrible Zach Efron movie came out? Oh, um, Dave and Mike need wedding dates or something like that. He and your co-host Taffy thought that was like the best comedy of the year or something. Oh, they no, were- I know. Yes. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah. 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 Your argument is invalid. It, it's, it, he, he's, this has been a long standing issue that, that the pinnacle of it where we actually got into like a fight mm-hmm. was we all went and saw Avatar. Mm-hmm. And I thought Avatar was the dumbest movie ever. Yeah. And he was like, well, that's because you're a movie snob. Oh my God. And I'm like, no, it's because it's blue kitty cats running through trees. And I've seen this movie already because it's Pocahontas. Yeah. And I don't, and he was just like, well, you just don't appreciate, you know, a good popcorn movie. I'm like, Star Wars movies are like my favorite movies of all time. Mm-hmm. You know, on top of just like other stuff like that. And I just didn't, I just didn't like it. And I remember we were driving to a pizza place and I was super mad. And I was so mad that I, I went to the bathroom and I called Taffy from the bathroom. I was bitching to her about it. Mm-hmm. Well, anyway, I listen to your shows, is what I'm trying to say. I was strangely... I listen to your shows. I was listening to Sirius XM Radio on the drive in LA one recently. Uh-huh. And the song Piano Man by William Joel came on. And I was like, why didn't I do... Because everyone should know who doesn't listen to Drag Race Recap. At the end of every season, I sing a song to Taylor the Latte Boy. And I did mm. I couldn't think of anything this year, so I just did some Richard Mark song. But I was like, we should have done uh, Piano Man, because I could have like, you know, like um Luke at the bar is a lunatic, you know. <laughs> and th- th- all that stuff, you know. And sing mm. us the song, you're the latte boy, you know. But I, maybe we'll do that next year or something like that. But we'll do that next year when I eventually change my mind and say I want to be on 15. <laughs> oh, do you think it's gonna happen? I will say that no. Uh I will say this. The idea, like I'm list, currently listening to 14 now because mm-hmm. I just go through and just listen to everything in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I just listen to episode seven of season 14. And I think about the fact that you're going to be talking about season 15 girls with somebody other than me, and it makes my stomach hurt a little bit. Mm-hmm. It is this weird codependent. I I have to be I have to be with you, but I don't want to be with you, sort of thing. It's not even the you. It's it's just the idea of the amount of time that, and I just want to just enjoy it. So, mm-hmm. but then I will say this: listening to it, you can hear me starting to turn on season fourteen at about episode seven, even though I liked the episode. But then immediately afterwards, you and I taped an episode. What are you playing? <laughs> Is I listened to apparently I was on uh UK versus the world with you like two weeks in a row, which I do yeah. not remember. And like that, you hear I am super excited for UK versus the world. Mm-hmm. And we talk about it compared to season 14. So I am looking forward to though I did hear that it might be Canada versus the world. Ugh. I read an article today that they've like already figured out who the queens are and everything for it. So I I don't know. People will bring this stuff up to me and 
I don't know how to put it. Like, it's not that I hate Drag Race. I don't. I really don't. Um, but they'll be like, did you hear the gossip that this is happening? I'm like, because it's not. I just know I'm eventually going to know the news. No, and it's no, part I of know. my job. Yeah. So I'm just like, in a weird kind of way, to be honest with you, if I'm being honest, it's actually a way for me to save my excitement. Because if I get excited now for who's on it or these rumors, well, then it spoils any excitement I may have when the show comes out. So I'd rather just, you know, ration it out uh, for the actual show itself. And then I will eventually learn, you know, that uh, that uh, Acid Betty, you know, kicks Michelle Visage <laughs> in the knee or something like that. I don't remember what the rumor was. But uh, uh. but Tane of the Latte Boy, so I asked you if you, if you get scared by ghost stories. I want to do a trigger warning because okay. I had a... And this is not a joke. This is a true story. I had a paranormal experience last week. Oh. Yeah. I had a paranormal okay. experience last week, and I wanted to discuss it with you. And I'm not one who is, like, prone to believing in ghost stories, and I've thought and thought and thought about this and tried to figure the logic out here. But I, uh, you know, I last, I don't know, Wednesday, Thursday, I don't remember what day it was, I woke up. I had gone to bed around 11 p.m., but I woke up around 5 a.m., which I don't like. I went, so I was trying to, like, coax myself to go back to sleep. Mm-hmm. So on my phone, because when I tell you this story, people think, well, were you half asleep? And I'm like, nope, I was on my phone. Uh, I don't know what I was reading the news, playing Wordle, doing something, right? Mm-hmm. But I was also trying to, like, lull myself back to sleep. The worst thing you could do then is be on your phone. But, okay. True, true. But uh, anyway, I am startled out of bed, like shut up, you know, like Axl Rose at the end of November rain. Right. And what a bizarre reference. That is a very bizarre reference because I remember almost nothing about that video. <gasps> I love that song. November rain. Love the video. Um, I wanted to have sex with Slash and Axl Rose. I would have been. Ugh. Slash, I can kind of sort of see because he had a nice body. Axl Rose, just no. no. Well, I, that was a time when I was also attracted to cigarettes, and I okay. Would, well, they are yes, they are basically walking cigarettes. So yeah, I, okay. I used to look at a cigarette and be like, man, I would love to fuck that cigarette. Anyway, <laughs> and I was like eight or I don't know how old it was. Right, so uh, I shot up in bed because what happened was uh, the closet door. You know those like sliding closet doors i have they started to like violently shake and i thought so i shot up in bed and i go my my first i wasn't ghost i was like oh my god there's an earthquake right right but i've been in an earthquake i know what they feel like and i know and it wasn't that the house wasn't swaying there wasn't that earthquake feel uh uh, Lori's mom didn't run out bottomless Lori's aunt <laughs> Lori's aunt didn't run out bottomless <laughs> But uh, <laughs> but the so it, but here's the deal is so I clocked that it wasn't an earthquake and then if, I'm kind of I don't know exactly how long it shook for but I'm trying to give you an estimate here so long of me and long enough for me to shoot up for it to wake me up I mean it should make uh-huh. me shoot up to go earthquake wait no that's not an earthquake. Why is – oh, did something fall? I thought maybe something – but I'm all, no, if it fell, it would have been just a, a one-time thud. Still yeah. shaking, and then it went from maybe a bit after that and then stopped. 
So okay. So was it a violent shaking? Yes. Or was it a like something trying to get out? Now an earthquake would do that. An earthquake. Everything would do else that. would be shaking too. Yes, and the house would be swaying and whatnot. And okay. again, can I ask a dumb question? No, go ahead. We're taking dumb questions. Do you? I mean, is there such a thing as like a localized earthquake? Like, are there times where there's like little tiny pockets of things that that shake? Uh, no. Okay. And, and no, I could see what you're saying, but yeah, that would be impossible. Because even then, it doesn't. This doesn't exist, by the way. I don't know. Why I'm humoring this question. Um, even then, the entire house would shake. Okay, so it wouldn't be that tiny. That wouldn't be that tiny. No. Like to go. Okay, no. all right. Well, then, then uh, Molly, you and Danger Girl. Well, here's the funny thing. One of the things that I was thinking about when I couldn't go to sleep was my podcast. Which is, tells the stories of a lot of dead people. I was speaking. To, I was thinking specifically of two: Jesse Belvin, who sang the song, which nobody seems to know this song when I play it for them. Okay, I thought it was like, oh, people are gonna love that he's buried at uh, Evergreen Cemetery. Do you know this song? Let it play because the beginning you might not know, right? But. Night, my love. Pleasant dreams. Yeah, I know this song. Oh, yeah. My love. So I was thinking about him and uh, and also Hugo Zucchini, the first human cannonball. And I was thinking about those stories. I have to work on them. But, but, yeah, that's what I was thinking about. Okay. And uh, and then the, not immediately after. I mean, I was probably playing Wordle when it happened. But it was around that I'm like, I'm like I wonder if their ghosts were trying to send me a message. I'm being 100% honest. I know there are people in the Discord already who are like, oh, here we go, Marianne Williamson, blah, 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 blah. But this is a legit, first of all, I've never heard Marianne Williamson talk about ghosts, okay? Mm-hmm. And two, this is a real thing that happened to me. I, I, I call immediately, I, Sweet Michael just joined the Discord, but I actually immediately called Sweet Michael because he was the only East Coast person I knew who would... um. Thank you, Astute Girl, for noting the humor in Pocket Earthquake. Yes, um, no, that's <laughs> Pocket Earthquake is also what I call my bussy. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> so um nine point five on the Richter scale. On the yeah. Dicter scale. <laughs> I know. Ew. So uh but yeah, this is a real uh, you know, ghost experience that I have. Have you ever had any kind of poltergeist experience or anything? I yes and no. Um, one, I did hospice care for years, so there was lots of families would talk about stuff that enough families that didn't know each other would talk about stuff that I'm like, okay, there's something else. But when <laughs> I years ago before I got before I got sick sick, I had a, a diabetic ketoacidosis. Where my blood sugar went super high. What'd you just high. fucking call me? <laughs> um, and I was in the ICU. Mm-hmm. And I was laying there. And I remember laying there and seeing at the foot of my bed a couple, an elderly couple standing. Mm-hmm. W- and I wasn't on like pain meds or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Standing, holding a pile of like neatly folded baby's clothes. And handing it to somebody while they were very upset and then 
everybody left the room. And I remember thinking that's really, really weird. And Taffy had come to see me and was sitting next to me. And I leaned over and I said, so this weird thing happened. And I explained her what happened. And she was like, oh, that's really interesting. I have to go now and got up and basically ran out of the room. <laughs> so because she's that's like, crazy. nobody's been here with like old, there's no old people. in. She still talks about that, that I freaked her out because well, I apparently saw a spirit or something. No, you know what's so funny is I have a friend whose name rhymes with Monathan. And, you know, when he was, you know, he had a, uh, I don't know what his situation is. We don't talk anymore. But when he had a, an episode from his drug-induced psychosis, mm-hmm. and he told me the details of the story, they were, like, listening to a horror movie. There was one part where, like, he had to, like, run out of his bedroom because he could feel and hear, uh, like, a demon breathing. And then no. he went to the living room and saw an old lady just sitting in the in the chair just staring at him. And then when he went to the gym, because he thought he could just go to the gym and, like, uh-huh. run it off or whatever. And there were right. just children sitting, two children sitting on the gym equipment staring at him. And I remember, like, a, a, a normal person would think, well, you're on drugs. So of course you saw that, right? But there's a part <laughs> of me that wonders, I mean, I don't know if you've heard these kind of stories from your patients. If I wonder if do the drugs open up a sort of portal into another dimension that we can see. If that makes sense. I mean, on the one hand, I have thought about, like, I've had clients that I've been sitting there and they've said, you know, my father came to see me. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, you're 87. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so where do you keep I your butterfly really net? The <laughs> you're looking around the room like, where's the butterfly net? Right. Um, and there's part of me that thinks, okay, I've had enough people that have said something similar to them happens, or they've seen like children that died before them or that kind of thing that I'm like, okay, so this is one of two things. One, our brains do something when we are in the dying process that causes us to hallucinate, or this is the spirits of people that went before us coming to see us i i i like to think that it's the second one mm-hmm. um because it's always been a positive i luckily i can say within hospice i never had somebody that saw somebody that scared them with the exception of i had one lady who saw jesus mm-hmm. and said i'm not ready to go yet so she said to me tell him to leave so i looked over and went jesus go away and then she said okay he's gone yeah and i so I, and then Taffy was like, all right, I'm out of here. <laughs> um, I, like, I definitely, it's not really a horror story or a ghost story, but I had a dream after my father died where my father and I had a conversation that felt so real that for about 15 or 20 seconds after I woke up, I thought that him actually dying was the bad dream. I thought, okay, it was all just a bad dream, all that kind of stuff. And then as I was laying there in bed, I realized, oh, no, he's actually gone. That The dream that I just had where I was hanging out with my father was, you know, and I, so I, in that way, I like to think his spirit or whatever came to, came to see me. <laughs> well, it actually, on a related note, and I, I, I might get in trouble for talking about this, I'll be honest with you. Okay. Then all the more reason for you to talk about I it. I know. But, you know, I have a thing with this show where I just – my life is an open book and I just have to – I you know, I don't know. I don't think I'll be in trouble. 
Okay. I don't think. But I, if I, in case I am, I want to be able to call it and say I was right. Anyway. <laughs> You're talking to a trained professional about this. So yeah. in that regard. Yes, that's a good hopefully point. Hopefully that, that's a, that's a buffer. No, but I also, I haven't gotten a chance to talk to Aiden today one-on-one. And this, I'll, you'll explain why. I'll explain why. And JL has told me something in relation to what we're going to talk about that I would like to get to him anyway. Mm-hmm. But uh, Aiden was set to go for a Mother's Day getaway with his mom. Okay. And uh, yesterday morning, even called me on the way. And through a bunch of circumstances, they were going to an island off Seattle and... Uh, the they missed their ferry, right? And ha ha ha, Aiden, when I'm right here, okay, yeah. <laughs> and that's why he called you. <laughs> yeah. So and so that led to an argument, and it, they went back. They never actually made it out of Seattle. They just went home, right? And Aiden was like, "I'm not going." Whatnot. And I talked to him about it, and I said, "You know, you're." You have to listen to me. Like, and we talked a lot about his mom and his relationship with his mom. I'm not going to get into that part. But one of the things I do want to focus on is, I said, you're too young, so you're still in the stage where your mom's going to be with you forever. And hopefully she's with you for a very long time. But as you get older and you see your mom age, you are going to treasure these times more than anything. And I know what she did was annoying, but like really try and make it up to her. And you know what? He took the advice to heart and he called her and they actually landed up going. He's there right now with her. Okay, and that's why your microphone's off. But that's why, um, that's, nice. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> that's why I haven't talked to him. You know, he's been with her. But I was telling this story to Jay Ellis yesterday, and Jay, because you know Jay's father passed away as well. You know, yes, years ago. I did know that. Yeah, and Jay said, "Jay, it was, you know, it's so funny." I was thinking the other day about. Sometimes I think about this. That I get kind of choked up when I think about this. He was, I was thinking about times that my father and my mother and I got in a fight, you know, and that they were really my nerves, but I would give anything just to, just even have those moments to get in with them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, oh, I would, I, there's part of me that. I would, you know, my dad and I never had a, we only had one big fight where I didn't talk to him for about six months. Mm-hmm. And that that's one of those where we had a conversation not long after that, that we really kind of cleared the air. And it, it makes me sad that I didn't do that earlier, that I didn't trust my father enough to like come out to him early. Mm-hmm. And to so I, I, I get that, you know, yeah. I, I definitely get that. It's it's it sucks. He died at sixty four, yeah. I think. Yeah. So it's no sixty two, sixty two. So it's uh, way too young. Yeah. You Jay's know? Jay's dad died when he was in early fifties. Yeah. And so uh, you know. Anyway. So what's this about for you? What is this? What is this about? For why is. Why is Jay saying that affecting you the way that it is clearly affecting you right now? I don't know. Actually, because where are you where are you feeling this right now? What part of your body are you actually feeling this in? 
I don't know that I have it. I know, and I'm probably I'd have to probably do a lot of thinking about this because I at the at the front of my brain is not something that I'm like, oh well, of course this reminds me of this, 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 and this, you know. But to me, I feel like I'm crying like I'm watching a movie because you know I'm watching the end of Steel Magnolias, you know. But um, I don't feel like I'm crying because oh that reminds me of this. Like right now, my mom's perfectly healthy and we'll probably get in a fight in about 45 minutes. And uh, I want to throw her in the pool. And <laughs> along with a toaster. Yeah, along with a toaster. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, and I want to relive it so I can throw her in the pool again. <laughs> and um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't know why I'm feeling it. Okay, well, if I if I can surmise, yeah, you're talking about your parents are both in relatively good shape and yeah. and that sort of stuff. But within the course of the last year or two, you lost two grandparents within the course of a day to each other very suddenly. Yes, I was actually just talking about this with some people. I don't remember who it was, but I was saying, you know, look, because they were, they, you know, whenever you tell people this, mm-hmm. they get like instantly like horrified and oh my god i'm so sorry and this this is the thing that i mean look i miss them and whatnot but um my grandmother was in the advanced stages of dementia and my grandfather yeah my grandfather right before the pandemic they had already kind of told him that everything was shutting down and he didn't want to do anything to extend his life and so we were ready we were ready like oh grandpa's gone by the fall you know Uh so in a weird kind of way that was a relief that uh, they went together, you know. For me, at yes. least, I know other people took it very hard, but yeah. for me, that's how I felt. Um, I don't know. You know what it could be? I'll tell you what it is. I'll tell you what it is. I'm at the stage in my life where I can go, "Oh my god, that was only like that was 2011. That seems like yesterday, right?" And so when uh-huh. I think, well, if that seems like yesterday. Tomorrow's also 10 or 11 years away. And even though my parents are relatively young, they're only like 70. That means they're 80 and like Mm -hmm. in in no time at all. Yeah. You know? Yeah. We're finally to the age where time is speeding up. Yeah. Where I feel when you're a kid and you're in school and it feels like the school year is takes forever to get through. Mm -hmm. Whereas now it's, you know, it's May. I feel like we just took down the Christmas tree. Yeah. And we're in May already, yeah. you know, and I, I have a milestone birthday this year. And the idea that I, the idea that I'm going to have a five <laughs> for my age, like I'm going to be 50 is just I remember what 50 year olds look like when I was a kid. And mm-hmm. I don't feel like I look like that. Luckily, so I may be I'm just yeah. completely delusional. Luckily, I'm, I'm only like 13 years away from that. But uh... <laughs> So yeah, no, we 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 are we are to the age now where we're watching people that were always going to be there for us yeah. not be there for us anymore, and then it's then it's our turn to take care of people. I'm actually more comfortable with my own demise, believe it or not. So am I. Yeah. Um, so am I. So I I the I honestly I have to go first because if. Babalu dies before I do. I- I'm screwed. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell you something. I-, I don't. I don't like to make any promises or something. But if Babalu or anybody that's close to you passes away, you can have a week off from the show. 
Oh, thank you. Yes. Okay. Thank don't, you. I don't That's want you to awesome. worry. Can I get that. that in writing, please? Yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, on that note, now let's go over to uh, now. Usually, this is when we do the cooking segment. But oh, by the way, can I can I tell you an Adam Burns story? Uh, uh, better than anybody. Better than Adam Burns. You can tell me an Adam Burns story. Yeah, true. <laughs> so he messages me like Sunday night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Or yeah, sounds about right. And he goes, oh, my God, I forgot to tell you, I can't do throwing down on Tuesday. And I had already made plans for Monday, so I couldn't do Monday. Right. Mm-hmm. So I go, okay, well, we can just do it Wednesday. I can't do Wednesday. And I was like, okay, let's do Thursday. I can't do Thursday. And I'm like, all right, let me ask Taylor if he can do it. Right. So mm-hmm. like, he didn't say anything. So uh, I asked you. You said, yes, thank you. And I write and I say, hey, listen, you're off the hook. Taylor can do it. And he goes, now, I don't know what this means because it will be a text. But he goes, so let me get this straight. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't make the days that I said, so you got Taylor to replace me. And I went, yes. And you're going to give me, I told him I'm going to give him a new recipe too. You're going to give me a new recipe. So that's what it is. I'm just going to miss a whole episode. I go, yeah. Yeah. That's how I read it. Uh huh. I'm just saying. Oh God, Joe Batanz, no! You know. <laughs> See the difference. The difference is that the way you read it, you were immediately triggered by with Mike with catching up, mm-hmm. where you said, "I can get somebody else to cover. It's no big deal," and and he was he was upset about that. Versus this one, where Adam is upset, but he's because he's convinced that you're mad at him, so you give him homework. Oh, that's um, probably, you're right. It's you know, exactly and what another, it is. You can't be on the show, and you're gonna do another recipe. Yeah, that's exactly oh, gee, what it I know exactly you're right. Anyway, but what I thought we would use the cooking segment for is to talk about, and I have questions for you and everything, our new fitness regimen. We and I, you and I follow each other on our Apple Watches. Yes! And I'm allowed to respond to you now when you do things. <laughs> yeah. See, well, if people who don't know don't listen to other shows. I, when I first got back into my fitness regimen, I didn't know Taylor could see what I was doing. So I would do like a 20-minute yoga with Molly and be like, way to go. And I was like, oh. <gasps> I, I, I was like. He stops and looks around. And actually, the closet door shaking yeah, is me watching yeah. you do yoga. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. And so, uh, so I was a little – I don't know. I was very bothered by that. But then once we talked about it, I was like, oh, I'm fine with it. It's fine. I send you. I like to, I like to find the most random pre-written message to send to you. Mm-hmm. Like, because there's some that are kind of negative. Oh, yeah. There's some, some that are kind of. Is that even trying? Yeah. There's like one that. that's like, oh, you're trying to show me up or something like that. I will say, though, I, I did invite you to a challenge and you did never reply. I did not reply yet. Because it was a week that I was not going to be able to work out very much, and oh. I didn't want to take the chance of you. Win. I've only done, I've only competed against Darwin, Rodan's boyfriend, and part of that was because he is significantly younger than I am, mm-hmm. and I was like, "There is no way I'm going to have this little otter beat me." So yeah. I became, I became like crazy for it. That was the first week in January, but. You is and it, I can. You and I can do that. Do it. Have you ever done a competition? No. Is it number per number or the percentage? It is. It's percentage, I think. But you get, if I remember correctly, you get a percentage. De- you get points depending on how close to your percentage you get. Okay. Okay. 
Now, Taylor, uh, one of the I had some questions for you. I know you do a lot of walking. I've recently added quite a bit of walking to my daily regimen. Excellent. And I went walking today, and when I went to go take a shower after, boy, were my thighs hurting and chafed. Okay. What are you doing to, like, prevent – how do you prevent that from all the walking you do? Chub rub? Yeah. Chub rub. Okay. So if I can ask you a question, I'm assuming you wear underwear. Oh, yeah. Tony's all the way. Okay. (laughs) What brand of underwear do you wear? Hanes. Okay. Are they cotton? I'm assuming so. I don't know. What? what okay. They're what? like the kind that you would get at Target or Walmart or something like that. Yeah. The four pack. I actually get them on Amazon, but yes. Okay. I have completely fallen in love with Pair of Thieves. Oh, what? Did, let me write this down. <clears throat> they sell. The, okay. So they sell them up to extra large in Target. But Amazon has a store, a pair of thieves store that has all sorts of cool designs and all that kind of stuff. And they are, um, and they sell them in 2X, which is what I, which is what I used to need, but now I'm down to an extra large. Um, and they have where, uh, they are made of, they're, they're definitely a synthetic, but they're like slick. Mm-hmm. And they breathe. Like when you look at them, when you hold them up to the light, you think, oh, well, ev- these are almost like a mesh, but these are like see through. They're really not when you put them on. Mm-hmm. And they're a little more expensive than cotton ones, but I have, I've spent an obscene amount of money on just replacing all of my underwear with this pair of thieves. So, and they have, you, I think you can get some sizes in 2XL in the store. Um, in, in their actual online store and they have pride underwear right now that mm-hmm. money goes towards the Trevor project if you buy a pair of their underwear but I love pair of thieves and have had because I used to get that too I have had no issues with uh, chub rub oh, and I still I still have enough chub to rub down there yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah horrible that's very interesting now do you have any questions for me um, in relation to fitness anything, stuff? Yeah, anything to fitness or exercise. Not, and it doesn't be advice. You could be like, oh, I noticed you did this. Tell me about that. Or blah, 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 well, blah. T- tell me about your experience because you have definitely doing, I'm seeing a lot more of the fitness plus than mm-hmm. I am. Yeah. And I also noticed that you are doing different things. Like you've done, you've done yoga, you've done dance. You did, you did a, um, hit, a hit one day, which good for you because I know. Um, what do you like the best? What what do you think is your favorite thing so far, and why? So it changes all the time. I will give. Some, so I'm a big fan of Apple Fitness Plus. Big fan. Yes. And I found the trainers that I like. There's some trainers I don't like. This Bettina can go suck a dick, right? I oh, like I like her. Bettina. I'll tell you why I don't like her. I like my trainers to be very clear and specific, and and I wanted to tell me what you're doing. So, like for instance, Superstar Molly, you know. Molly is awesome. Molly is amazing. She's an amazing instructor. So great. I also like this Bakari. Uh, is that a black guy? He's a black guy, yeah. Okay. And I like yeah. him. Very positive and a very good instructor. Um, go, being a good instructor is goes a long way for me, right? This Bettina, whenever I watch her shit, she'll be like, do this super complicated move. And then she starts talking. And then she's counting. And then she starts talking about something else. And I'm like, bitch, I need you to count. Because sometimes it's like... Look at the floor and do these like arm raises or something like that, right? I'm like, I'm not looking at you. I'm looking at the floor. You need to count. 
So I yeah. know how I, I just now that's only been one exercise. So the reason I do different things is I have kind of an uh, an anal, so to speak, way of doing it. So they have a whole collection called Workouts for Beginners. Yes. So what I've been doing is every week since I started is I pick a workout mm-hmm. and I do the 10 minute easy ones because they tell you do these 10 minute ones first and then when you were ready go to the 20 minute one in the workout for beginners. Mm-hmm. And so one week I'll do the 10 minutes then I'll go to the 20 minute the following week and then once that you master it by the end of the week. Then once I do then I go to the to the next version. I'm going to tell you something though. There's a big fucking difference between the 20 minute beginner workout and especially in dance. So in dance, I was like, I got this, man. I'm fucking so good. And then you go to the real dance and they're like, oh, well, and then all of a sudden I'm like, am I in the Rhythm Nation video? Because I'm the-, <laughs> <laughs> the more important question is, could you be in the Rhythm Nation video for the rest of us? I, that, I, I want that. I want to see that. Yeah. I did last week one day. I don't know why I did that. It was on the 29th of April. I did Dance with LaShawn. And it was a throwback. It's I'll send you, I'll send you the thing if you don't already have it. It's mm-hmm. it's like throwback hits, and it was I want to say it was a thirty minute. It was thirty minutes because mm-hmm. I needed to, I needed to close my rings for yeah. whatever reason. And I for some reason decided if I do it in the living room, I don't have super high ceilings, and we have the ceiling fan going. Yeah. And I had a terrible experience one time where I had metal blades and I like sliced open my finger one time years and years ago. So it's very much of the where I kind of have to keep my if you put your hands up like I do my hands like maybe to shoulder length and then I'm like, okay, I don't want to like, you know, cut off my fingers. Mm -hmm. So I decided I was going to do this in the garage with my iPad. I was going to bring my iPad out. I was just going to play it there and which I have um, real thin carpeting in my garage um, because it's not big enough for an actual car to fit in with all of the crap I have in it. And on on concrete, and I wasn't wearing shoes, and it is Florida in April. I was, it looked like somebody poured a bucket of water over me. And I thought I had rhythm. I don't have any rhythm. No. I can't follow directions as far as dancing. Uh, by the end of it, I was just kind of like doing freestyle dance because I'm like, I'm just going to keep moving. Yeah. But, no, 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 no. I'm with you. Like what, what I, but I, I'm going to be committed to learning those dances. I think they just need to expect you to look like a fool. Now I want to talk about the yoga because I've gotten super into yoga on Apple Fitness Plus, but I want to uh-huh. give some advice for people. And I think you and I've talked about this before. I would go with Molly and the beginner ones too, because those are great, you know, and they really do teach you the basics and Molly, I think is fantastic. Do yeah. not fall for the trick. I think that Taylor and I have fallen for and go with Johnelle because Johnelle's a big fat black lady and you think, Oh, oh. yeah, no, no. Yeah, <laughs> I guys. That too. <laughs> yeah. You think, Oh, well, she's a big fat black lady. She's going to have no <laughs> flexibility like me. This bitch is like a pretzel. Right. She is, the, she might be one of the hardest yoga people that I've, I've seen. She, she, yeah, it's it's a false sense of security walking into it that you're like, oh, we've been tricked. It's a yes. trap. She's a, she's a, a huge trick. Molly, though, is legit. Now, I want to show you something that was a game changer from her yoga. Okay. The oat right here. So, I don't know how these fucking skinny-ass bitches do this, but they get these yoga mats that are... I'm, I will used to be like, what's the point of the yoga mat, right? But I did some research, and I found a yoga mat... It is so thick. Did you get that from Target? 
No, I got it from Amazon. Oh, I got one from Target that's about the, that thick. Okay, yeah, that is yeah. The, that is for because I I had one of those super thin ones that are like ten dollars at yeah. Target that Ugh. I've got one of those, and I have hardwood floors in my yeah. in my house. And the first time they said, okay, like you know, do something where you're like uh, putting all of your support on your hands and one knee, I yelped when yeah. I did it and was like, no, I need something thicker than that. Now, the problem... I yelled in, too, but I was looking for a burger place. Go ahead. for After the, <laughs> after the workout. The, the, the problem in my house that I have that's a little different than your house is that if I'm doing anything where I'm doing any sort of floor work mm-hmm. or I'm pl- planking, I've actually planked a couple of times for about four seconds, but mm-hmm. still, I, I got about 15 seconds for a plank. I have two assistants that decide that they are going to give oh, me kisses the yeah. entire time. Mm-hmm. And which is very distracting. And there've been times where I've had to say to Babalu, like take them in the office with you or something like that. Cause, cause, cause then I get distracted. I'm not paying attention. We, we have to talk about Dustin though, too. Dustin is, oh, I, I enjoy Dustin. He is dream cute. Uh, yeah. but wait, before we do, I also went and I got an Amazon yoga blocks. Do you have any of these? No, I should probably grab a couple of those too. Not 15 bucks. Totally. Again, yeah. very helpful. Yeah, Any no, other? I, I definitely, I'm definitely enjoying it. I would like to do it more. I just, it's hard to, I have a really small living room and we have to move the coffee table. Yeah. And the, even then with the coffee table, I don't have a lot of space. And so it's just, it's, that's why I was like, I'll, you yeah. know what, I'll do it out in the, in the garage. And Especially I would actually, the dancing ones. They think you're, you live in a hangar or something like that. Right. Well, they're in that enormous room yeah. with the, with the brick back, you know, the fake yeah. brick backdrop and yeah yeah and they're like okay 25 steps to the right and you're like i can't even go three (laughs) you know yeah i don't know where they think you are uh okay dustin everyone should know he does like the yoga the stretching mike lawson i don't know if you know this also shares a love of dustin uh that we do that we have i follow him on instagram well he's kind of pretentious he's kind of awful on instagram but he's wonderful on apple fitness plus and I made the mistake of going to see it. But I will say this. I want to sh- I'm going to send you this video, Taylor, that I filmed like, my screen for. I don't know if you go to the yoga. When Molly does her 20-minute yoga, he's in the background. Uh-huh. And he's one of these people just adorably stupid. Yeah. So she is talking about how she wants you to hold your head up and hold your ears high. And she starts telling a story about how her dog. She's trying to make, make, you, make you relate about her dog. He is in the background. I will send you the video. He is so excited that she's talking about her dog. And then she goes, <laughs> I think I've seen this, but yes, yeah. I need the video. And he goes, she goes, are you, and she goes, I'll say to him, are you ready? She goes, are you guys ready? And he's like, like, <laughs> like, like, so excited. I'm like, it is the cutest thing I've ever seen in my entire life. And mm-hmm. I look for it every single time. But you're right. Then you go to Instagram and he's wearing like fucking Ed Hardy and uh, Von Dutch hats and stuff like that. And, you're like, and he's in Dubai. Yeah, like, sta- like standing on top of that really tall building in yeah. in the Dubai. Yeah, it's with a fucking like, oh, whore okay. girlfriend. Yeah, I'm mad at her now. <laughs> All right, okay, Taylor. Well, that was the fitness segment, which strangely had the same music as the food segment. So, um, I wanted to tell you a story, and then we'll get out of it because you said you have no stories, right? No, no. I mean, any stories that I have would be. Uh, I have a I have a question for you, but tell yeah. your story and then I'll have a question. Well, no, no, go, no, go, tell your story, your question. So, give me just a second. Oh, uh, yeah, my my story is like 
not super long, but like I'd rather let Taylor ask this question. Now I start a Spocker whole. This is like a, I wouldn't say a backup story, but it's a story. Yes, Taylor. Okay. So, because this will be this will be a little bit more timely than when I do my next episode of Pod is my co-pilot. Though mm-hmm. I will probably talk about it there. Yeah. So this week, um, George Perez died. I don't yeah. know if you know who George Perez is. No, but I saw you like crying about it on Instagram. Yeah. It, it, he was a comic book artist in the 70s and 80s, primarily 70s, 80s, and 90s, and is my favorite comic book artist of all time. Was he a gay? No, oh. he's not a gay. Though, ironically, there is another artist named Phil Jimenez who is a gay and my age and very was very much inspired by George Perez. And I... I sent him an Instagram thing years ago, like a message about how much I enjoyed his work. And he started following me. <gasps> so he, and I was just like, well, this is like my, you know, the touch of celebrity kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But um, so George Perez, and it was, it was really upsetting to me because he is somebody, he is probably the closest thing that I have to an idol, somebody that I idolized. Was he ill? Or his yeah, he had pancreatic cancer. Oh, okay. so and they announced it months ago. So I have d- been, you know, TikTok kind of thing mm-hmm. because I know pancreatic cancer you tend to go pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, he, uh, so and I, so yeah, he passed um, due to illness. He was sixty-seven. And I guess my question to you is: Do you have any idols? Anybody you consider to be your idol? Uh, I wonder if I have them now. Um, you know, Stephen Sondheim really affected me uh-huh. uh, and but he affected a lot of people uh that was a big one strangely uh this is one that outside of los angeles you really wouldn't know who this person is but i was very affected by his death was a local celebrity named Hulhauser. okay and Hulhauser you've talked about him before yeah, yeah. Hulhauser was a local guy he was in the local pbs channel and he would go to L.A. landmarks, and he was a gay, but he he passed this straight. No one knew he was gay, and uh, he didn't want people to know he was gay. I just it was kind of an open secret that he was a gay, uh-huh. and um, he was he was almost to be honest with you, he was like Adam Burns, but if Adam Burns was more self confident, right? He was okay. from this. He was from the South. He had a Southern accent. And, uh, just like a genuinely good person that everybody liked, right? And he would almost kind of like Billy Eigner, but not, he wasn't challenging, he wasn't trying to be funny, but he would mm-hmm. be walking down the street and he would just accost who was ever there and ask them questions, right? Mm-hmm. And was inadvertently funny and weird and stuff like that. And I just really admired him. And right before he died, I just randomly was driving down the street. And I was with a friend, and the friend goes, "Oh, look, Hill Hauser." And I was literally like a TV, like, and I <laughs> parked, and I'd never seen him. I parked in front of him, and I kind of stalked him, and then I went and said hi and took a picture. And uh, and then he died a few months. I don't even know he was ill. And uh, so that yeah, there's like strange people, but the people who've passed, like Stephen Sondheim, I feel like someone else that I'm missing that afterwards I'm like, oh, why didn't I say this? But that was super inf- like Stephen Sondheim was so influential on me, like so influential. Um, I think I'm even though I haven't listened to Howard Stern in about 13 years, uh-huh. 
I think that would be another one who was extremely important and influential to me, but, um, I can see that. I can, I can see, I can see that for both you and I, as yeah. far as not necessarily just because of the way your shows are very much like that style of talking and busting balls and, yeah. and that sort of thing. So, and it I looks can, like I Gary Delabate. <laughs> Does that make me Robin? No, you're Lori's Robin. Your Robin. Yeah, you're Robin. <laughs> no, Lori's my uh, Benji. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Evan is Artie. There you go. <laughs> oh, I just got that. <laughs> Anyway, so, um, uh, yeah, but Howard Stern was, yeah, extremely influential. Yes, you can definitely hear a lot of Howard Stern. And I think I've met other homosexuals who are big Howard Stern fans who somehow get into broadcasting or whatever. And mm-hmm. you can hear that we took the best parts of Howard Stern. You know, like the, the big mistake with Howard Stern that people have is like, so anyone who didn't, I don't know, I don't know if Howard Stern still like this. I imagine it is, but it was like, if in theory he went from six ten to ten a.m., he never did. He always went to like eleven. Six a.m. to seven a.m. would just sort of be like the just between us girls, right? And then seven to nine a.m. would be like the primetime show. That's when the celebrities would come in and the games and the the primetime stuff. And then nine to th- ten, in theory, would be the news, right? Right. And I think for every faggot, that six to seven time and the nine to ten parts were their favorite. You know, mm-hmm. when he was talking to the rest of the crew and stuff like seven to nine was when he'd bring the girls in and they'd be naked and stuff like that. We'd be like, boy, right, right now. But, uh, no, I was an avid, like extreme fan. And then like 2010 hit and I, his, he signed a new serious contract and he was coming in three days a week. And I was like, it's, it felt like he was phoning it in. I started to feel he'd been phoning it in for 11, 12 years, but he's been phoning it in for a while. Like I don't even, I, I'll sometimes listen to him for, he just sounds like the curmudgeon old man. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. Which is, it's, it's not fun to listen to him. And he just, just everything everybody else does is stupid. Yeah. Why would you do that? Why would you waste your time when you could be making money doing this or, or yeah, that sort yeah, of thing? Yeah. You know, he has no problem paying, playing chess and painting. But if somebody else has some interest that doesn't interest him, then they're dumb. Yeah. No, that's not. But okay. definitely during the golden years, yeah, with a huge giant fan. So he's, he's been a huge influence. Like, who was it? George Perez was that for you as an artist? George Perez would definitely be that as for an artist. Um, I feel like there are people comedically, like for my sense of humor. And I would say, you know, the first person who comes to mind now, in no way, shape, or form do I think I am as funny as her. Mm-hmm. But I feel like some of my cadence and some of the sarcasm and the, the, would be B. Arthur, yeah. would be somebody that I definitely like within our group, like. You know, I am the Dorothy mm-hmm. <laughs> of of our group kind of thing. And so and just even watching like Maud and other things that she's been in, that is somebody who I get my sense of humor from. But then that also is a combination of her and my grandmother. My grandmother yeah. and B. Arthur were very similar. So mm-hmm. it is weird, and we've talked about this before on other shows, but it is weird how we have, even as children, like I almost separate my childhood obsessions from my adult ones because as a as a a self-aware gay adult 
I will like them specifically because they are gay. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I like how gay they are. But I remember being fascinated by not knowing what that – I didn't know that that was such a stereotypical gay thing. But like I talked about before, like as a child, you know, again – and I want all the young people to know this. When Taylor and I were kids, TV was very different. You had very limited channels. And so they would show very uh, – during the day, especially if you stayed home from school, they had – they would show reruns from the 60s nonstop. So that's why we saw right. a lot of 60s and 50s shows and and 70s. And uh, whenever there was an episode of Bewitched where Endora was on, I was in love. I loved Endora. Little did I know that she's just a fucking drag queen, you know? Right. And same thing. I think you and I talked about this. I loved the 1966 Batman TV show, but – and I loved the beginning because it was cartoon – but when that Batgirl went around crossing the motorcycle, I would get giddy. Like, I'd uh-huh. be so excited that Batgirl was on the episode. And I don't know why I loved Batgirl and I wanted to be Batgirl. And, uh-huh. like, so, and I didn't know what that was. I didn't know that was gay. I didn't know anything. You know, I was just telling a story the other day about how when I was in second grade, the the, the movie Annie came out. Uh-huh. You know? And I loved it. I loved the movie Annie. I didn't know that was a gay thing. And I did with those like order those books you would order in class. I ordered like an Annie puzzle book, and mm-hmm. all the boys made fun of me because they're like, "Why would you? That's for girls, right?" And the teacher defended me. She was like, "Boys can order it too, faggot." Mm-hmm. And <laughs> and um and so yeah, so I, I don't know if you had those similar things. And then we gotta go, but yeah, yeah. No, I had stuff like that. I went. To um, I when I was the first weekend of seventh grade, mm-hmm. I went and to my first concert, which was Wham, because my sister was a huge Wham fan. So my yeah. dad bought tickets for all of us, uh-huh. and so I got a Wham T-shirt and wore it to school mm-hmm. that Monday after the concert, and got like tore apart by people. That they just the whams whams you know they're they're gay and only girls listen to wham and all that kind of stuff and I I didn't understand that and that was the beginning of my bullying experience. I didn't really have a bullying experience, but you know I've been tr- I, I really have to go. So we'll talk about this next time you you sit in for Adam Burns. By the way, the truth of the matter is is that like Adam Burns had to go to get a haircut, which that's what, I love that he calls it a haircut, but it really means he had to drive four hours. To Missouri, so they take one wig off and put on another one. Right. Um, but he calls it a haircut. And um, Well, it is a haircut. He's just not there for it. They're cutting it off his scalp. Yeah. <laughs> so, because um, I could keep talking to you for hours, Taylor. In fact, it's the only time I get to talk to you because you won't talk to me otherwise. Well, Taylor. Uh, the whole show. You went the whole show without saying that. I would talk to you more. Absolutely. Taylor, where can everybody find you? They can find me over at Pod is My Copilot, uh, available at podismycopilot.com or anywhere you get your podcasts. All right. Well, Taylor, thank you so much for doing this. Um, thank you for asking me. People in the Discord were saying that we should call the show Calming Down, right? <laughs> I'm going to not take that as a read. I want to finally do my ASMR show called Drag Me to Sleep. But what's funny is I've been trying to think of what I would read, and I was, what do you think of me reading just the Apple Terms and Conditions? Would you sleep to that? I would. I would. Maybe I'll start that today. It's so long, I'll do it in chapters. 
That's a yeah. Do that in do that in like twenty minute chunks. Well, that's a good idea. Twenty minute chunks, by the way, was the name of my uh... <laughs> sex tape. My sex tape. <laughs> that's what Aiden, that's what Aiden has in his calendar when we have sex. If you have sex, <laughs> twenty minute chunks. <laughs> While I've got my uh, what is it? Tiny Earth, not Tiny Earthquake. That's a Tori oh. Amos album. What was the what was, uh? Pocket earthquake. Yeah, your pocket earthquake, but yeah, that's what we call your sex act. All right, Taylor. Well, <laughs> hopefully Bronco Henry lets out Adam Burns in time. We'll see you next time. Sashay away until next week. 